This is New Bedford's news talk station. The place where the South Coast comes to talk about all the hottest issues locally and beyond. This is WBSM. Call in to have your voice heard at 508-996-0500. Or open up the WBSM app and hit app chat to text us. Or open line to leave us a voicemail. Let's hear it, South Coast. Welcome back in the third and final hour of the program here on Wednesday. A little bit later on, we're going to be talking about the 30th anniversary of the Buzzards Bay Swim. Uh, but until then, we'll talk with you at 508-996-0500. Also via app chat on the WBSM app or open line voicemails on the WBSM app. Also on the app and at WBSM.com is your opportunity to enter for a pair of tickets to see Ed Sheeran at Gillette Stadium on June 30th, we're giving away a pair of tickets every day this week. And if you go to the website, if you go to the app, it's really easy to log in there and to uh, enter in all your information and be entered to win the Ed Sheeran tickets. And we will announce a winner each day this week on the program. Now, yesterday we got kind of wrapped up in things, so I didn't get to announce that the winner of yesterday's tickets was Manny Andrews. So, Manny, you should have an email from Casey in your inbox that tells you how to go about claiming your tickets. And that'll that'll be what happens to anybody else that wins. Uh, once we announce your name, Casey will send you an email. You just have to fill out some information and send that back to her, and she will send you those tickets virtually. Um, let's see. What else do I want to mention? Oh, I also want to mention to you, uh, as I told you before, I have an article up at WBSM.com and on the app about this sandwich that I had at Lobster Pot in Bristol, Rhode Island. There's also a link in that story to get to the Seize the Deal so that you know exactly where to go at 3 o'clock when those go on sale. So you can get $50 to Lobster Pot for just 25 bucks. So that goes on sale at 3, but the link is in the story now to make sure that you get there. You can also go to SeizeTheDeal.com and you'll see it there as well. But trust me, you want to get out there and you want to have one of those sandwiches for yourselves. It was a real treat. Um, also, I mentioned that I have the story up that the Chipotle in Fairhaven is opening today at 1045 to the public. And I got a chance to go over there yesterday and take some photos and try a little of the food. I'd never had Chipotle before. I was I, I liked it. I will certainly add that into my lunch rotation. Uh, if you are a fan... I'm sure you'll want to go there and check it out. If you've never tried it before, I'm sure you'll want to go there and check it out. But what happens is every time I write about a new chain opening a location, which we write about these things because people want to know what's going on, what's going into the old smoke shop after the smoke shop moved with Domino's Pizza. What's going into that thing they're building next to McDonald's? Well, that's going to be a Chipotle. Like we don't, we don't, control what it is that moves into these places we're not the ones that actively recruit chain restaurants to come in but when they do come in and people want to know we write these articles so that they know and inevitably every time I share the story that a chain is coming in there's this one guy who has to comment on social media in the different places that I share it about how oh great another chain Oh, great. Another chain that's going to shut down a, a small mom-and-pop business. Another Fairhaven chain restaurant that's going to put mom-and-pops out of business. Okay, so tell me when that happened. 
tell me when a chain came in, and specifically in Fairhaven, since you think that it's been happening in this town again and again, tell me specifically what what chain came in and and pushed a mom and pop out of business. What mom and pop business complaint you know closed because of a, a chain restaurant? I can't think of one. If they close, they usually close for other reasons. Not because the chain pushed them out. We talk a lot about restaurants on WBSM. We have a lot of restaurants who are our advertisers because people on the South Coast love to go out to eat and they love to support all types of restaurants. They support the chains, but they also support the independents. And I think, you know, really... People look at it as the same way that this guy does. We, we try to go out to the local places as much as we can. Every now and then, we might go to a chain restaurant. But as I've said before, because I, I forget what the story was. Maybe it was the Chipotle story when, when we first reported it was coming. I don't remember. But there was some story that we wrote where he went off and a bunch of other people were, were kind of doing the same thing. And I said... Take a look back. Most of these chains that come in are franchised by local people. It's people who live here. They might not live in Fairhaven, but they probably live on the South Coast somewhere. And they franchise these locations because they want to bring that brand into their community. And the people that are employed there are local people. The people who work there aren't coming from, you know, Arkansas or Illinois or or Michigan and commuting every day. They hire people that live in your community and work in your community. So even though the brand is a chain, it's locally owned and operated. It's locally run. It's locally staffed. And in fact, there are chains out there that probably treat their employees better. Not saying all of them, but there are probably chains that treat their employees better than the mom and pop places that you're you're saying should only be the ones to get your business. Not that they treat them poorly, but the chains have a lot of financial power behind them to be able to offer scholarships for their employees that are going to college that can offer management training to allow them to move up. and. You can go work at a mom and pop restaurant. You know, you can go work at uh, at, at Tim's Diner. And how far are you going to get at Tim's Diner? What 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 ladder of success is there at Tim's Diner? But you can go work at, and I'll just pick Chipotle because that's what we're talking about. You can start off over there making burrito bowls, and then the next thing you know, you're a manager. Then you move up to regional manager. Then you move up to, you know, you could be a franchise. You could have your own franchise. You could have multiple franchises. There is a path to better your life if you're hardworking and dedicate yourself to it. If you work for a mom and pop, there is no there is no better path. There's, I'm going to work here, and then maybe I take a risk at opening my own place. Or maybe, you know, in, in a rare circumstance, they turn the place over to you. But I, I don't think that that happens very often. So you need a balance. The chains are just as vital to the local economy as the mom and pops. 
The idea that you should only shop at independent stores, that you should only eat at independent restaurants, it's it's not a good model. If you feel better about yourself for doing that, think about the local people that work in those chain stores that you won't go to that would get laid off if everybody followed the same path that you did. So that's why I, I never understand that argument. Like, should you eat exclusively at chains? No. Go out and visit the independent mom and pop restaurants. Absolutely. You hear me talk about them. Just another Phoenix. That's not a chain. That's an independent owner and her great staff. Sunrise Bakery, are they a chain? No. So you can have you can have both. And you need both. And you should support both. 508-996-0500. We also, I think there's a tendency to, to think that you're paying into, you know, corporate greed when you're dealing with chains. And as I mentioned before, you know, Chipotle just told me about this yesterday. So they're, they're on the top of my mind for it. But they have a, a program where you can do fundraisers through them. And they give you 33% of all the money that's brought in. Jersey Mike's does a lot of fundraising like that. You know, I'm just thinking of chains that do it. 99 does a lot of fundraising locally with people. And that's directly benefiting local organizations. There's, I'm sure, a lot of local independently owned restaurants that would love to do the same, but they can't. They can't afford to give up a day of sales. I mean, so many great restaurants take part in the Friends of Jack and, and the, the Food for Tots and all that stuff that they do, but they can't do it for all the organizations that, that come knocking and want to do it. So think about all those groups that get helped. So that's, again, I don't understand the, you know, it's a chain. Don't go to chains. Your friends and neighbors and family are working at those chains too. I mean, I, I, I couldn't imagine ever saying, well, don't ever go to a Dunkin'. Only go to independently owned co- coffee places. You know, half my family works at Dunkin'. My cousin is a, is a longtime manager at, at Dunkin'. It's, it's, it's given her a good life. So you certainly want to have that balance, but you don't have to shun every, every chain that comes in. 508-996-0500. You can also hit us up on App Chat on the WBSM app or open line voicemails on the WBSM app. Speaking of small businesses, and we want to teach kids the right way to operate a business, right? We want to teach them, first of all, what to expect, but secondly, about how to, how to properly budget, how to get materials, how to handle marketing. All of those things are skills that they will learn as part of Lemonade Day South Coast. It's happening on Saturday, June 24th, and it's brought to us by Bay Coast Bank, which wants to remind all young entrepreneurs that it's time to brand your stand for Lemonade Day South Coast. Let everyone know where you're going to be on Saturday, June 24th by putting your stand on our digital map. 
You want to be able to add your stand name, your hours of operation, your menu items, and other information by going to LemonadeDay.org slash South Coast. Dozens of kids have already put their names on the map. Sour Brothers in New Bedford, the Betancourt Boys in Fairhaven, those are just a couple. And you want to get on that map so that people can go to the map on the 24th and know where to go to hit all the stands. And there are people who will go out and hit all the stands. So make sure you're on the map. Don't just depend on people driving by. This is your chance to make sure that you send them directly to your Lemonade Stand. Lemonade Day is made possible with community support from A&M Driving School, 7-Eleven in Mattapoisett, and the Committee to Elect Bruce Oliveira for School Committee. All right, why don't we take a break? When we come back on the other side, we can talk some more with you, 508-996-0500. We'll be back in just a few moments. Welcome back in, 508-996-0500. Good morning. You are next on WBSM. Hey, Tim. How you doing? Good. I'm going to tell you, um, when Fairhaven has a chain come in, it will literally chase them out of, t- out of town. Like Applebee's, um, Pizzeria Uno. I mean, I can't think of however many, but they just don't usually hang in there. And sometimes there are other Applebee's or other Uno's that are just better. And sometimes we don't get the top-notch ones over here for some reason. But they just don't usually last in Fairhaven, which is used to, over the history, a little, um, you know, mom and pops, if you call them, or whatever. Single-family-owned places. But I find it funny because McDonald's came to town you know, all our lives ago has never left, and I don't hear anybody whining about that. Well, um, it, correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, I thought Uno and um, uh, Applebee's were here for a while. Yeah, but it wasn't like that. Like, like some of the restaurants in the area have lasted like 50 years. You know, like originally I mean, we had restaurants that if, were there. If I remember forever. right, the, the Uno chain closed completely. Oh, I didn't know that. Because yeah. I, I, there was one up in Framingham that was excellent. And then when this one came, it was not good as far as I'm concerned. It wasn't good at all. So I don't know if they all just deteriorated over the years or what. But um, I just think that's the way it is. They will get chased out of town. But you have, like, McDonald's has been there forever. Burger King came. It's been there forever. Um, you know, some of those don't get chased out. So what's the problem? Yeah, I mean, I think I think they have. I mean, obviously, they don't have every chain, but they have the 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 big four uh, with Burger King, McDonald's, Wendy's, Taco Bell, and those all seem to be doing fine. Now, obviously, There's no Taco Bell in Fairhaven, is there? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, I guess yeah. there is. Yeah, yeah, and uh, so I think you know it's a matter of um, you know they're all going to kind of ebb and flow depending on if people are going to those places, but I think they all seem to do okay. There's multiple Duncan locations. Uh, but yet there's still independent coffee places that are able to stay open. So I, I think I think Fairhaven has a pretty good balance of them. There's a lot more lately of independent coffee shops. You used to not have a choice. If people drink coffee, they would have to go to Dunkin' Honeydew, whatever was out there. But now a lot right in the center and um, in the north end. Yeah, a lot of uh, in Fairhaven have uh, independently owned coffee shops, which I think is fun for people that like coffee. Sure. Uh, you know, I like, if I'm going to... I like um, the seafood hut in the north end of Fairhaven. I like things like that. A little shack where you just order your food 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and, and, and they have good food. You know, we get to, obviously, because we do the Seize the Deals and we get to go out and do all these shows, I get to try a lot of places I might not have ever, uh, you know, discovered before. And, you know, everybody finds a way to kind of have something that is unique for them. So when you when you want that, you might go to that place. And so it's it's okay to, you know, go to different places. When I when I worked at the diner, the owner would get mad if if folks ever went to a different place. He wanted them coming in every day, obviously, you know, because he's got a bottom line he's got to hit. But he got mad if he if he knew that somebody went somewhere else. And I, I told him all the time, I was like, why? They go there and then they come back here and they tell us how much better we are than that place. Like, it's good if they go out, they try something else, and they realize how good they have it here. Yeah, and, and I guess, like, you know, some places, you know, maybe they just got chased out of town because they actually weren't any good, I think. But, um, you know, I think we need more little little uh, seafood huts like that, little seafood shacks. And I just feel like there should be more local seafood grab-and-go like that. Um, we used to have them popped up everywhere. Now they're a little harder to find. But, um, yeah, I don't care who comes to town. I just feel like when there are too many establishments in general, it's, I, I would think it would be harder for them to stay in business at all. I mean, they used to be a handful. Now they're they're everywhere, in and, every town. And in the end, they're all coming in. They're bringing in some tax revenue for however long they're here. And then if they don't last, they don't last. But at least when they were here, they were bringing in some revenue. I just wonder, like, doesn't anybody cook at home anymore? Like, I just find there's so many restaurants. It's kind of a lot. <laughs> I, I think we are getting to the point where eating out at a restaurant is kind of costing people a lot of, you know, if you were going to go home and make a meal, it's almost costing you as much now to go out and eat. Well, They'd rather yeah, just go out and have the convenience. Still, yeah, it's getting ridiculous at the grocery stores. The farmer's markets, you want to support local farmers, but man, that's expensive too. All right. Have a good day. You as well. Take care. And uh, 508-996-0500. We can talk some more when we come back from the news. We're also going to be joined when we come back from the news uh, from Beth McDermott from Buzzers Bay Swim, who's going to be talking with us about the upcoming 30th anniversary of the Buzzers Bay Swim. So, Kate, you won't be here. You're not going to be here, but you could have swam 1.5 miles around the... Have you ever done it? No, I haven't actually. Are you a swimmer? No, not usually. Well, then I'm glad you didn't try to do it then because right. that would have been a problem. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I can swim. Um, I enjoy being in the ocean, in the water, in pools, but I'm just not very fast or good at it. So, Well, maybe maybe better that you didn't go then. All right. But you know what, thing, you, know what you really are good at? Is this a trick question? <laughs> no. You know okay. what I'm going to say. You're really good at bringing us the news. Oh. More than 100 people are reported dead and dozens more missing after a boat capsized in Nigeria. The vessel reportedly hit a tree before capsizing on the River Niger and was carrying over 300 passengers traveling after a wedding. Meanwhile, at least 32 people have died after a fishing boat sank off the southern coast of Greece. A large search and rescue operation is underway. Authorities said 104 people have been rescued so far following the incident early Wednesday, some 46 miles southwest of Greece's southern Peloponnese region. It's unclear how many passengers are still missing. Former President Donald Trump is back at his golf club in Bedminster, New Jersey, after pleading not guilty to federal charges in Florida that accused Trump of knowingly mishandling classified documents. NBC legal analyst Danny Savaya says the odds are not in Trump's favor. 
90 plus percent of these cases end in guilty pleas. And of those that go to trial, over 90 percent end in guilty verdicts. It's an awful discussion to have with your client. He says the case will likely drag out with Trump's defense team having to potentially review millions of pages of discovery documents over the next several months. Trump says the case won't affect his campaign. He faces 37 counts, including obstruction. Fed watchers are expecting the Federal Reserve to stop raising interest rates for the first time in 11 policy meetings following their two-day meeting today and Wednesday. While an interest rate pause would be welcomed by many, investors are betting that the pause won't last. The current inflation rate is just under 5%, but the Fed targets a 2% inflation mandate. An 18-year-old Army trainee is accused of shooting three fellow soldiers on a Japanese military base today, killing two of them. Authorities said the suspect fired a rifle at the soldiers during an exercise at a firing range. It was the first deadly shooting at the range since 1984. The suspect was arrested and remains in police custody. A Mississippi police officer who shot an 11-year-old boy is being suspended without pay. Indianola Police Sergeant Greg Capers shot the boy in the chest last month during a domestic disturbance call. The 11-year-old was hospitalized with severe injuries. Capers' lawyer says the shooting was an accident and the body camera footage will, quote, clear him completely. The collapse of a section of I-95 in Philadelphia could mean rising food prices along the East Coast. Sarah Lee Kessler reports. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg says expect the supply chain to be impacted because there's no substitute for I-95, which stretches all the way from Florida to Maine. He toured the site of the highway collapse in Philly on Tuesday, caused when a tanker truck carrying 8,500 gallons of gasoline crashed and burned on Sunday. Cereal, eggs, milk, fresh fruit prices all likely to go up because it'll be tougher and take longer for truckers to get our food where it needs to go. Sarah Lee Kessler, NBC News Radio. Fort Polk in Louisiana is no more. The Army Post has been renamed for a black war hero, William Henry Johnson. Sergeant Johnson was a North Carolina native, later of New York, who posthumously received the Medal of Honor for his actions in France during World War I. The name change is the latest in the military's efforts to rename bases that used to honor Confederate leaders. A 911 dispatcher in Wisconsin recently answered a call that hit too close to home, literally. Marissa Anderson said when the call came in last Friday, she quickly realized the coordinates pointed directly to her home. What is the address? Mom, it's too too close. Okay, what's going on? Anderson's 12-year-old son woke to the sound of breaking glass and grabbed his sister and her friend from the family camper before calling 911. And Paul McCartney says he just finished what will be the last Beatles record thanks to a little help from artificial intelligence. The legendary musician told BBC Radio that AI was used to clarify a demo of John Lennon's voice from around the time the band made their 1970 album, Let It Be. The song will come out later this year. 
In sports, the Red Sox face the Colorado Rockies again tonight after losing their second game in a row to the team yesterday. Now for your local forecast from ABC6. We do start to clear up. We'll see a lot of nice sunshine once those clouds move out. We get up to about 74 degrees today, but we do have rain and thunderstorms. So it's going to be moving into the area after about the 4 or 5 o'clock p.m. hour. So be aware on your commute home today. Those rain showers will be with us till about 8, 9 o'clock tonight. Overnight, we're going to get down to 59 degrees and for tomorrow. Partly cloudy skies, high of 77. From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Skylar Spindler on New Bedford's News Talk Station, 1420 WBSM. Right now, it is 67 degrees and sunny. I'm Kate Robinson for WBSM News. Stay up to date with WBSM, New Bedford's News Talk Station. And get breaking news alerts with the WBSM app. Welcome back in 508-996-0500 or hit us up on app chat or open line voicemails on the WBSM app. And uh, listen, we get a lot of emails here at WBSM of what we call earned media. It's people who, you know, businesses, websites that have done these surveys and they want you to write about them and link back to them because it helps them get credibility in the search engine rankings. And a lot of times it has nothing to do with anything that the site would normally do. So it was, uh, there was a gambling website that put out something about, uh, paranormal experiences in Massachusetts. It's basically, and I, I think they probably have some bots and algorithms and all that stuff to know what it is that I'm interested in because they seem to send things that, that catch my attention. But I just got one that I thought was interesting and, uh, certainly I'm not going to write about it, but I, I just wanted to mention it to you. And it has to do with Tinks's box theory which is a theory that's been developed over the last few years, that within mere, within mere minutes of meeting a first date, you categorize them into one of these three boxes, and they kind of stay in that box. And the three boxes, the first box is you want to date them. The second box is you just want a physical relationship with them. And the third box is you never want to see them again. So supposedly that when you meet somebody, you go on a date with somebody for the first time, you within moments put them into one of those three boxes. You want to date them, you want a physical relationship with them, or you never want to see them again. And it's either or. So according to this survey that's out there, Massachusetts takes the longest out of any state. The people of this state take longer than the people of any other state at putting someone into one of those three boxes that they take about an hour to decide. The average American, this is according to the, the data here, the average American puts their first date into a box within 37 minutes and 14 seconds. 37 minutes and 14 seconds. But in Massachusetts, we take over an hour, 62.4 minutes, to put them in, to put a first date into a box. So basically double what the national average is. So what you're saying is that in Massachusetts, we're not as shallow as people in the rest of the country and that we are giving people a fair chance on a first date. That sounds like a good thing to me. That doesn't sound like a negative. And 
I don't know. If I was going on a first date with someone, I would not be – I mean, I would I would try to be myself, but I'm also kind of being the best version of myself, you know? I'm trying to be extra funny. I'm trying to be, you know, not seem like I'm nervous. Uh, I'm trying to be, you know, bring up topics that are intelligent. I'm not going to talk about dumb stuff that I'm into on a first date. I'm not going to be like, let's talk about – you know, how much I love looking into the paranormal stuff. Like, well, I don't know. Usually if somebody asks me out on a date, it's probably how they know me is through the paranormal stuff. But anyway, I'm trying to be the best version of myself. So putting me into a box might not be completely accurate. But it just seems to be that this is the tendency that people have. So in Massachusetts, at least, we're a little bit more thoughtful. It's been a long time since I've been on a first date anyway. Although, uh, Shawnee and I going out for dinner tonight. It's not our first date, though, Mary. We, we, we've been doing this for a long time. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But, yeah, it, it, it definitely takes me a long time to feel like I really know a person. And I, I would think that they might feel the same way about me. 37 minutes doesn't seem like enough time to decide exactly how you feel about that person if you want to date them, if you want to have just a physical relationship with them, or if you want to never see them again. And also, those are three very extreme things. You might not want to date them, but you might think that they're really cool to hang out with. You might not be physically attracted to them, but you might want to have them as a friend. So, I don't know. That box theory, I don't think it cuts it with me. But then again, you know, I'm not out there in the dating scene like some other folks are, so... Maybe some of you who are actually out there experiencing it know that better than I do. Shoot me an app chat message. I won't make a call in because you might not want anybody to hear your voice. But if you put people into that box, let me know how how long you think you know what box they belong into. You can shoot me that app chat message or, or email me, Tim at WBSM.com. I'll keep it confidential. I won't say your name. But I just I find that fascinating that, that within 37 minutes, most people decide... This is how I feel about this person forever. You know, they say you never get a second chance to make a first impression. But I would think if my first impression doesn't completely turn you off and and, and you're like, whoa, this person, I can't even be around them. I would think that you would give me more than 37 minutes. But I guess in Massachusetts you do. You give me 62 minutes of your time. So I appreciate that. How many of you have listened to me for 62 minutes and said, ah, no, not the guy for me? Well, you're still here, right? So you must not have placed me into the into the bad box. All right, I got to take a break. We'll be back in just a few moments. Might be thinking to yourself, boy, 
we're a long way off from Christmas, right? Well, you're actually wrong because Christmas in July is back. You can bring your family to experience the magic of Christmas at Edaville this July. Visit Santa Claus, ride the steam train, enjoy 15 vintage amusement rides, and shop unique and local vendors in the Edaville Christmas market. You can also experience the magic of tens of thousands of Christmas lights throughout the park and along the railroad. Plus, this is the best part. They have brought back an Edaville tradition, their famous chicken barbecue. Tickets start at just $34.95 and kids under two are free, but attendance is limited. And also, be aware that tickets are not available for in-person purchase. They can only be purchased online at edaville.com but check out edaville's christmas in july and i think you're really going to love the fact that you can have the christmas spirit without all the snow and cold weather and of course that famous chicken barbecue being back can't wait to get down there and try some of that again edaville.com if you want to go and get your tickets and speaking of tickets today's winner of our ed sheeran tickets to see ed sheeran at gillette stadium on june 30th Today's winner is Cheryl Ashton Sameo. So, Cheryl, you are our winner, and Casey will send you an email with all the information a little bit later on. But uh, if you didn't win and you want to make sure you get your name in, go to WBSM.com or the app. You will see at the top of the website in the upper right-hand corner or at the top in the menu bar there, you know, when Ed Sheeran tickets, click on that. You can enter information in there. You can also open up the app. And we have a button in the middle of the app that says Ed Sheeran Tickets. You can enter it in there. It doesn't matter which way you go. It all goes to the same place. So you don't have to go to both. Enter your name in. And then tomorrow and Friday, we will give away our last two pairs of tickets to see Ed Sheeran at Gillette Stadium. But congratulations to Cheryl Ashton Sameo. You are today's winner of the Ed Sheeran Tickets. Uh, 508-996-0500 if you want to chime in in the final few moments that we have here. Uh, and then, of course... Later on, we will have um, Marcus and Chris, and we'll have all of the great conversation that they bring to the table. Of course, Barry after Bill O'Reilly. And then we have Howie Carr and Jessica Machado in with South Coast tonight. Marcus and Chris will have Mayor Mitchell at 11. He'll be joining them. But if you want a chance to talk to the mayor yourself and you want to have a one-on-one conversation with him, he's having his office hours Tonight at Alianza Restaurant, 98 Cove Street in the South End. At Alianza, he'll be having office hours from 5.30 to 7.30. So you can pop in, you can talk to the mayor, stick around, have something to eat. They have all kinds of great food there that I think you'll really love. But, of course, you can also bring to the mayor whatever business you want to bring to the mayor. It can be a complaint about something. It can be an idea about something. It can be trying to get a status update on something. This is your time to talk with him one-on-one at Alianza tonight from 5.30 to 7.30 for the mayor's office hours. All right, well, I'm going to take my final break of the program today, and we'll be back in a few moments. Yeah, we have a few moments if you want to squeeze in a phone call at 508-996-0500. A reminder, too, that at WBSM.com and on the app, you can read my article about that really amazing lobster sandwich that I had 
over the weekend and you can get your deal for Lobster Pot in Bristol, Rhode Island. Goes on sale today at 3 p.m. at SeizeTheDeal.com. $50 for just 25 bucks. And I have a link in that story to take you right to the page or you can go to SeizeTheDeal.com. But as I mentioned earlier, I paid market price for it and it was $38 on Saturday. So with the $25 Seize the Deal, I already paid less than the sandwich cost and I was able to have some firecracker shrimp and some lobster biscuit. Just I, I recommend uh, jumping on that deal and getting yourself a couple because you can buy up to three. So why not? Uh, also, Barry has a great article up at WBSM.com if you want to check it out where he reminisces on a New Bedford seafood favorite, Davy's Locker. And so for those of you who miss Davy's Locker, you can check out that story and see some vintage photos and go over to our Facebook page and comment on what you miss the most about Davy's Locker. I only went there once. And I went there for a dine-out review for the Standard Times. And it was one of those places where, you know, I said to to my wife at the time, I said, we're, we're, we're going to... We're going to have to come back here. This place is great. And we never went back. And I think that's because, you know, in those days, you know, when my son, especially when my son was young, we didn't get to go out all that much. And we were really kind of only going out when we had to do dine-outs. So I was going out where I was assigned. There were a few times when we got assigned to places that I walked in, especially as Adam got older, I'd walk into these places and say, yeah, no, this isn't for us. And I would have to text the editor and say, is there another place we could go to instead? Because, you know, not everything is a, a family-friendly place necessarily. But uh, so many places were, so we could always find a great place to go out and review. But, yeah, I wish I had gone to Davy's Locker more. And and I still haven't been down to Cisco either. I drove by on Saturday and I said, ooh, ooh, I should go there. This is after I left the, uh, the Cove. I was doing a little shopping down there. And as I was leaving, I said, oh, I should go there. And then I said, no, but I got that lobster pot certificate expires today so that's why i made the choice to head down to bristol it was probably a good idea because i would have been at cisco right as all of that rain was coming in but i'll get down there and check it out uh also too i'm working on a story that um for those of you who like to go and hang out in plymouth i think this will be of interest to you especially if you like to go to the downtown area some of the restaurants and the bars down there this will be interesting to you about a, a staircase that was, it's been used for years. Uh, some of the, the history and ghost tours that are down there use it, but now it's been closed off by a new business. So I'm working on that as well and a new business coming into Lakeville as well. So we'll have all of that for you coming up soon at WBSM.com.